0: It's easy to make decisions. The hard part is implementing those decisions and creating those decisions and trusting yourself to follow through with those decisions. Welcome back to Motivation and Mindset Show. With your host, Coach Morfin. Today's knowledge transfer, we're gonna cover two topics today. Choosing the perfect decision or the right decision. And regardless of the outcomes, we must follow through 100% To gain a new perspective, a new life experience, and a new way of handling situations, both emotionally and psychologically. The definition of the perfect decision is different for everyone, but it falls in line with how people want their decisions to feel after making them. Perfect decisions are easier. They are easier since there's no regret attached to them. And people don't want to second-guess themselves because they feel like their decision-making process is the perfect decision. On the other hand, the right decision falls along with your values. It falls along with your goals, which makes it more difficult, but also more satisfying and more rewarding. Because you'll have that feeling that you did what was best for you, your legacy, the people you love, and the people you want to create positive memories with in the long run. In the long run. I hate to be the one to say it, but the perfect decision does not exist. It doesn't exist. It's not possible to reach a perfect decision because there's always trade-offs. There's always trade-offs involved in making any decision. Which is why people say choose wisely. When it comes down to choosing the perfect or right decision, Here's a couple considerations to keep in mind that play major factors in your overall decision-making process. The goal for everyone, whether it's in the workplace, at home, or out in public, should be to make the right decision. Here's four items I apply and teach here at Mogressive Coaching, while creating the right or perfect decision. And remember, combining all four together will provide the right decision every time. Number one, market insights this means being well informed on what's happening in the industry and its trends so you can be prepared for major changes on which you'll need to make quick decisions and little notice or warning just as COVID-19 did for all of us number two collect information or raw data whether it's a new customer request or an unforeseen problem facing your personal lives or workplace if you've done your research beforehand you'll be able to make fast decisions without hesitation. Remember, the more information you collect beforehand allows your mind to go from the unfamiliar to familiar, naturally increasing your confidence. And we always make decisions when we're confident. Number three, apply personal knowledge. Apply personal knowledge. What personal knowledge or education can you apply to this decision-making process For example, use this checklist next time while making a decision or generating a solution for a future problem. Use it, use it as a tool, a guide, another angle to attack from. Number four, connecting past life experiences. This one is pretty cool. You get to reflect on all of your past life experiences that might overlap with a current problem you're facing right now. How did you create the perfect or right decision? It's like looking over your notes before taking a test and applying more than 50% of what worked last time, just with a few new variables. It's important to make sure that what you're doing is the right decision for you and for your goals. Think about the end goal rather than the perfect decision. It'll help focus on what we need to do to achieve our goals. It's easy to follow up with a decision that seems right. But perfectionists and hard workers, they will always find faults in all of their decision making because they want to be perfect or they're scared to fail or scared it might not work out according to their original plan. Plan, plan. Focus on the risk to reward. Is it worth your time and energy? Will my decision lead to a bigger reward? This is called game theory. Put those Monopoly hats on and use your mind to really navigate the future outcomes. Your imagination helps out tremendously. Try this perspective. Make a decision based on the mindset of leaders and followers. Do you think they would choose the same decisions? Which one would take more action? Which one would take more risks? Which one has more reward? Like I said, we're all different and that's okay. It's even better. What works for you might not work for me some of your decisions and some of your strengths are my weaknesses and some of my strengths are your weaknesses my three-step decision-making process focuses on these right here trust your plan trust yourself trust the process trust your gut intuitions and never look back only look back after crossing the finish line now you can break it down analyze it and pick and pull all the good stuff that carry those attributes to the next decision-making process. Massive change comes from small mental changes. Remember, small hinges swing big doors. I had the problem of thinking everyone else was going to change around me, but in reality, I had to be the one to make the change. I had to be the one to take that first step. I had to start trusting myself again. Martin Luther King said this, you don't need to see the entire staircase. Just the first few steps. And never look, and never back. look back. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. Trust, Trust, yourself. Trust the process. Trust, the process. Trust, the process. Trust, Trust your, gut. your gut. Trust, Trust your tuitions. Tuitions. And never ever look back. Never look back.